Welcome to the On Deck Podcast presented by Line Star. I'm Shannon Somerville here with Tyler Weeman, and we are going to break down some fantasy baseball for you. We'll also have some prop bets. Today is August 16th. It is National Rum Day. Oh, boy. And National Roller Coaster Day. I don't recommend the two or, you know, maybe... Screw it. Let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) In combination. However, I think National Roller Coaster Day, it's just, I mean, given the story we're about to talk about, it seems like it's just been a roller coaster of emotions. So we've got kind of a roller coaster of MLB storylines to go through. So it kind of works out for us today. Let's get to it. The Fernando Tatis Jr. story. Mm -hmm. And now Senior. Keeps going because now Fernando Tatis Sr. has entered the chat. Father Fernando Tatis Sr. making some comments on a radio show in the Dominican Republic. I'm just going to read the quote um, in talking about his son and the PED suspension. I don't think there was reason to destroy the image of a player over something as minor as that. This is a catastrophe what has taken place, not just for Junior, but for all of baseball. There are millions of fans who are going to stop watching baseball now. It's a total disappointment for Dominican fans, fans throughout the world, for something so insignificant that wasn't worth it. It's topical. What came out positive in Junior's body is something that doesn't give you strength, first of all, doesn't amplify. He goes on and on, but basically at the end he says, what occurred is catastrophe for baseball. Uh, he even made it worse because mm-hmm. he went on to talk about how all his teammates are jealous of him, too. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes. Part. So the plot thickens. This uh, this entire interview was done in Spanish, and that was part of it that, for whatever reason, did not make the English translated articles. Oh, I see. Uh, so, yeah. So a lot to unpack here. There's my question to you is how much of this is uh fernando tati senior just going rogue you know hey one of your parents just acting a fool you know i'm related to him but hey Mm -hmm. doesn't speak for me or is it tatis jr is relaying those things to his father and therefore his father is his spokesperson in this instance uh i think that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I think that both of them are like this. This tree is not on a hill. The apple did not roll down the hill. <laughs> it is to uh, <laughs> to take a line from good old wedding crashers. This is a hang gliding accident. And what an idiot. Right. Like it just keeps getting worse and worse. Like they need to keep their mouth shut and just deal with it. Right. Instead of just blaming everybody else, like take some ownership of it. This it's comedy, really. Like, yeah. and I I don't know how the Padres can keep him as the head of the organization if if they keep talking like this and keep passing blame on everybody else, saying their teammates are jealous for him. It's like, come on, you let down your whole team. You let mm-hmm. down baseball. Yeah, I you mean, did it. No, nowhere is there an acceptance of responsibility for anything. It, yeah. It, and that's got to be frustrating, especially to the Padres. How can you sit there? A.J. Preller sits there and listens to this. Totally. With how much money he has invested 
into Tatis. And it goes even further, too. It's like, how are people supposed to look up to him and this family when this is the type of ownership they're taking? Like, how how are they supposed to be a role model for anybody? I get it. He's He is a young kid, but Tatis Sr. is not a young kid. Mm-mm. Like, he can at least try and take some ownership, but no, he once again passes blame, kicks the can down the Right. Down the road, it's all just upsetting. Man, you know, oh man. So what an idiot! Yeah, Tatis plans to meet with Preller on Thursday. That should be an interesting. That would be a conversation I would definitely want to be a fly on the wall for. Yes. How does yes. that play out? I'm sure this story will have more coming out of it, but it does give me a Probably. little PTSD from being a Yankees fan back when this all unfolded with a Rod. Mm-hmm feels very reminiscent to that where at first it was denial i did nothing wrong i'm gonna fight everybody fight the system and all this and then eventually and now he takes full responsibility for it but i guess when you're a young kid and you just want to blame everybody else and it is also the other thing is with a lot of these athletes especially the ones that are on the top of the mountain like they have a little bit of a god complex like their ego is giant They've been handed things to them their entire life, and this is another thing that, like, they think they can just get over, but no. Like, you broke the rules. You blew it. You Mm got to deal with it. It's a good point in terms of athletes having a really difficult time accepting accountability for for stuff, for off-field issues. So. I'm sure this won't be the last story that we talk about of a player not receiving something. I mean... His whole life, he's been handed things, you know, like, and when he's gotten trouble before, I'm sure like they've kind of just tried to brush it under the rug to like keep pushing him to where he's going. And, you know, you get to a point where you have to take accountability mm-hmm. at some point. So. Well, we'll keep following that story. And meanwhile, I'm going to start venting oh, on boy. my team. I gave you the floor for the Padres. Now it's time to vent about my Yankees because... The woes continue, okay? So the Rays and the Blue Jays are 10 games back. They Mm. lost again to the Rays last night. Um, So the Rays are on a three-game win streak. What is going on in baseball? The Yankees have lost 10 of the last 12 games. Yankees have allowed 15 runs in the ninth inning or later since July 12th, tied with the Brewers for the most in that span. A few more stats to throw at you to just illustrate how badly they've played. The Yankees have lost each of the last five games in which their starter recorded a quality start, their longest such stretch since 1995. And Aaron Hicks, who has just played atrociously, he's even admitted it's embarrassing for me right now. Um, He leads Major League Baseball in grounding into a double play with bases loaded this season. So, I mean, as a Yankees fan, right now it's tough. Mm. It is tough. And I know I've heard a lot of, I guess, analysts say, calm down, relax, it's going to be fine. But I am concerned, okay? I cannot relax. Don't tell me to relax. I have a question for you. Sure. With how many ninth inning comeback wins or walk-offs they've had, right? are you a little bit concerned that all of this is coming back? To bite the yes, Yankees. Because this is a They're familiar, really not that team. familiar pattern, right? And it's not just injury. Like, injuries are very much a rule right now. And maybe mm-hmm. Giancarlo Stanton gets back in the lineup and that could really spark things. Or who knows? They do have some issues in the bullpen right now with injuries. So injuries are definitely a factor here. However, 
in just watching the games, it's base running mistakes. It's just mm-hmm. stupid mistakes. Yeah. Just that a lot of that's coaching. Like, what? A lot of that stuff's coaching. So we'll have to see how this plays out. The optimist in me is like, relax. It's everybody has slumps. Maybe they won't reach a hundred wins. Although then the other like panic mode catastrophe me is like, oh my god, that ten game you know lead is gonna be gone before you know it, and they're gonna be battling for a wild card spot. Like, ten ten games is a lot. I know this but, late in the season. Uh, I yeah, doubt the Orioles, they lose like, the that. Orioles are playing really. Good. I doubt Every- they lose that lead. Um, but I think there is cause for concern Definitely. here. The fact that they've had so many close games and like magically have won so many games, like I think they were probably playing a little over their head and they're coming back to uh, the norm. To reality a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, let's hope they can write the ship. I mean, Aaron Judge is doing Aaron Judge things. So. Like the Mets, came, the Mets came back to uh, ground yesterday. and. <laughs> And yeah, there you go. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a streaky game. I guess the most important thing that I think about is when you go into the postseason, it's all about who's the hot team. Yeah. So we might not be hot right now, but as long as we're the hot team in very true. October. Let's talk about another hot team, the Dodgers. First team to 80 wins. Walker Bueller, though, to have season-ending surgery. So the Dodgers ace done for the season has it's to have elbow, elbow surgery mm-hmm. not good he's done so that is a huge blow to the dodgers mm-hmm. they still have i that lineup is pitching. so good yeah they have good pitching the the thing about the dodgers lineup that is so incredible incredible to me is how much of a mix of righties and lefties they have mm-hmm. where it just makes it so hard to pitch that team yeah that is for sure and they've got so many, it seems like <laughs> everybody can hit, everybody can hit. Like, there's no yeah. night where they're all bad. Like, I've just been lamenting on my Yankees where, like, nothing well, comes together. It seems like at least some of the pieces come it's, together. It's and that's the all problem need. that I see with the Blue Jays and the Yankees is that it's all righties. Yeah. You know, or pretty much all righties, where it's there's no break in the lineup where if you have a pitcher that pitches really well to righties, you know, it makes it hard for those teams. Yeah. Well, uh, we need you over Yankees making some moves being the GM. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. Get out of there. (laughs) Well, today we've got some great baseball to get to. So enough of us just, you know, venting our frustrations. But Justin Verlander is going up against Dylan Cease in what will be a pretty awesome yeah, that'll be a fun pitching one. duel. Also, the AL Central. Take note of this: Guardians, Twins, and White Sox are all separated by two games for the lead in the division. So, an interesting battle mm-hmm. taking place. Some weather notes for today's slates: We do have some stray showers in Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Keep an eye on that, and Cleveland as well. Just that area. There's some showers, but they should be light showers, or you know, stay away from the ballparks altogether. But keep an eye on it, and then. There is some really ugly weather in St. Louis. However, that should all be cleared up by first pitch, so it shouldn't affect that Rockies-Cardinals game. Mets at Atlanta, 84 degrees and a nice nine-mile-an-hour winds out to center, so some good conditions at Truist Park. If you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to hit like and subscribe to our channel to keep up with all of the video content that we've got coming out. 
Now let's get to today's pitchers slate for Daily Fantasy, and we're going to talk about our high-owned pitchers for today, starting with Mariners lefty Robbie Ray, who is going up against the Angels. 43% owned on DraftKings, 42% owned on FanDuel, so big ownership numbers there. He's been solid. You can see why people are going to him. Uh, last game against the Yankees, just two earned runs on just three hits and six and a third with seven strikeouts. So obviously we know he's a great pitcher and going up against, he's got a favorable matchup mm. against the Angels. He does. In his two games against the Angels this year, he's averaging 32.5 DraftKings points and 55.5 FanDuel points. He has been great against the Angels. I've, we talked about a ton. This Angels offense is awful. Uh he has a solid 25.6 combined K rate today. Ray hasn't been great lately. He has a FIP of five over his last five, but I got to give him a little out there. He's placed, he's played Houston twice, the Yankees. He did have the Angels once, but he's placed, he's played some very good teams. Mm-hmm. The one thing with him that worries me is the 3.9 walks per nine over his last five. That has always been his problem. He needs to keep that in check. But he's facing a terrible Angels offense, so mm-hmm. I understand ownership here. And I can also understand ownership for our next guy. It's the Astros' Justin Verlander at the White Sox today. I previously mentioned that. Pitcher's yeah. duel in Chicago, 25% owned on DraftKings, 16% owned on FanDuel. This is a guy with the best ERA in baseball, best mm-hmm. pitcher in Major League Baseball, arguably, right now. I mean, he's just incredible. He's been dealing. I mean, absolutely lights out. Absolutely dealing. 1.8 FIP. And 29% K rate over the last five, 24% combined K rate. And White Sox versus righties just hasn't been that great of an offense. 304 Woba, 134, 135 ISO. So I wouldn't really worry too much about those bats. The one thing I have to say about their offense is they're, all season their team has been hurt. Uh, yeah. And so – but, and I mean, they kind of are still. Roberts missed the last couple of games. Anderson's on IL. Yeah, he got hit you by know. the Dairy Queen curse, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't oh, get Dairy you going Queen. too much. You're dealing with that cough. But. Apparently, I got hit with it, too. <laughs> so, Justin Verlander, obviously a good yeah. play. So, with those two guys, obviously, ownership is going to be high for them. Mm-hmm. Is that a fade situation at all, or are you going with one or the other? What's uh, I, I don't think it's a fade situation. I think either of them you can play. may not play both together, though. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Let's take a look at our low-owned pitchers for today. And thank God a bright spot for the Yankees. Nasty Nestor. We can always rely on him for, for a quality outing here. He's going up against the Rays today. 7% owned on DraftKings. He's got a 2670 area and coming off a great outing against the Mariners. Just three runs on three hits in six innings with 10. Count them. 10 strikeouts. Yankees blew it, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nasty Nestor delivered. Nasty Nestor did deliver. He's been great all season, but also great over his last five. 2.5 FIP and 26% K rate over that time. Today, he has a 28% combined K rate. So really nice upside mm-hmm. there with that low ownership. So definitely take that into consideration. Super low 3.3 implied run total for Tampa Bay. This game has the lowest game total hmm. with um, on the other side. There's Springs, Springs who's mm-hmm. also a pretty good pitcher. But Tampa Bay versus lefties, just 
been kind of bad. Strikeout a lot, 298 Woba, 135 ISO. So I think you got to kind of like nasty here. Yeah, maybe you can get the Yanks back on track here today. Yeah. Next up on our low end pitchers, we've got Cubs lefty Justin Steele. He's at the Nationals today and just 2% owned on DraftKings. He's been solid. 363 ERA and hasn't allowed more than two runs in the last four. If you take a look at the last seven, he hasn't allowed more than one run in five of the last seven. So some some promising numbers there and good news for Cubs fans. They got a, a little bright spot there in yeah, the rotation. Steele has been great and not just recently, I would say more so all year. Mm-hmm. 3.46 FIP over the last 20 with a 23% K rate. But lately, you talked about how great he's been. Over the last five, 2.99 FIP, 26% K rate. You really got to love the numbers on both sample sizes of of time there. But you really have to love the upside over that last five. Mm -hmm. Today, we have him at a 24% combined K rate. And this Washington offense is just kind of average versus lefties. And he just had nine Ks versus them. So he might be able to do it again. Another one we're looking at for today in our low-owned pitchers, mm-hmm. A's lefty J.P. Sears. Missing for the Yanks. Yeah. Former Yankees is at the Rangers today, just 2% owned on DraftKings. He's got a 2.30 ERA, again, a former Yankee. In his first game for the A's, he gave up two runs on just three hits and five and a third. Just three strikeouts mm-hmm. for him there. What do you like about him for today against the Texas Rangers? So I would probably say only as a SP2 on DraftKings. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't really be playing him on FanDuel sure. just because he's not fully stretched out yet. Yep. And he doesn't have the strikeout upside of some of these other guys. But Texas versus lefties, 29.2% K rate, 0.290 Woba. So they haven't been good against lefties. Meanwhile, Sears, a FIP of three. We have a 20% combined K rate for him mm-hmm. at how cheap he is on DraftKings. I, I like his upside there. Nice. All right, so some good plays for our pitchers there. Remember that all of that ownership data that's so crucial in daily mm-hmm. fantasy and winning those bigger contests, that's available on LineStar, linestarapp.com. Check it out. Now we'll take a look at the stacking for today and our high-owned stacks, where the field is headed today. They're going to the Blue Jays, who are going up against Orioles. Dean Kramer has got a 369 ERA. Last game, four earned runs in five and a third versus Boston. Now, he hasn't been terrible, Mm-mm. but are you liking this Blue Jays stack for today? I am. Okay. So the thing with Kramer, Kramer is he is actually worse versus righties. Okay. He has reverse splits, and we have pretty much an all-righty lineup. He's mm-hmm. giving up 305 batting average to righties and an 822 OPS. With that comes 34% hard contact and a really high average exit velocity. And Toronto is not a lineup you want to give those numbers yeah. to, especially when they're good against righties as well. We talked about boom or bust offenses like the Blue Jays and the yep. Yankees. Today's a boom day for them. Today is a boom day. Boston's going up against uh, Pirates righty Mitch Keller. And he's got a 274 opponent average. Last game gave up three earned runs in five and a third against the D-backs. Red Sox bat, are you going there for today? I don't love it. Okay. I don't love it. Mitch Keller has been decent, 3.9 mm-hmm. FIP over the last 20. Stat cast data is okay. He's allowing a decent amount of barreled balls. That's one thing to note in Boston's favor. Uh, but also, Boston hasn't been that great lately. So. Right. 
I can't really just eat the offense on a meh offense. Yeah, we we go to that all the time. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard for me to have that chalk when I don't really love the offense as a whole. Exactly. We want to get different. So let's take a look at some low-owned stacks for today. The first team we're going to look at is the Braves going up against Mets righty Taiwan Walker. And looking at Walker's numbers, 343 ERA, 242 opponent average. Not terrible. Last time against the Braves, though, got messy. Mm-hmm. Gave up eight earned runs and didn't make it past the first inning. Do you see a repeat of that for today? I think it might be a tough one for mm-hmm. Walker. Walker has not been good lately. 5.83 FIP, allowing 40% hard contact over the last month, and he's bottom five in barrel balls allowed. Braves are one of the best teams at putting the barrel on the ball. We also have the best hitting weather on the slate. Yeah. Uh, and versus righties, the Braves have a 250 ISO and a 363 WOBA. So they have been crushing righties. And the BVP numbers also are bad for a Walker. 44 plate attempts. Braves are hitting 300 with three home mm-hmm. runs and a 300 ISO. Oh, man. So add all that up. Winds warm, weather yep. or winds are blowing out. Weather is warm. I do not like Walker's chances. It's probably another day for Bra- Braves chat in uh, the Line Star there you chat. Go. Stacking the Bravos. Let's mm-hmm. go to Cardinals. They're facing Colorado lefty Kyle Freeland. He's got a 4.84 ERA, 2.80 opponent average. Last game versus the Cardinals got shelled. Six yeah. earned runs on ten hits in four and a third. Kind of like the Braves got to Walker. Cardinals definitely got to Freeland the last time they faced him. Do you see another performance like that? Now, at first, I wasn't loving this stack. Okay. The reason is Freeland has been really good away from Coors. He has like a Mm 3.3 ERA away from Coors. Um, With that, I instantly was like, ah, I can't touch St. Louis, even though it's against a lefty. But... It's against a lefty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cardinals. <laughs> Arenado and Goldschmidt yeah. splits against lefties. Are 377 ridiculous. Woba and a 249 ISO versus lefties is what the Cardinals have. Freeland's been allowing 38% hard contact over the last month and bottom 10% in barreled balls. As I started to kind of dig into some of those, you know, deeper line statistics, I, I couldn't not. recommend stacking St. Louis. They're just too good versus lefties. The Colorado bullpen is meh. I think there's just way too many outs for St. Louis to be a good team to play today. Yeah. Once you said the lefty, I was like, yep, I know for sure who I'd be stacking in my lineups. All right. So all that information that we just went over for your daily fantasy is available in the LineStar app. Take a look at LineStarApp.com to help you optimize your lineups, help you win some of those contests. LineStarApp.com. Lock in your subscription right now because prices do go up for football season right now. Get it. $19.99 per month. It's a great deal. Check it out. LineStarApp.com. Let's use the LineStar app to find our sleeper picks of the day. And on DraftKings, our sleeper pick of the day is going to be Vaughn Grissom. Once again, he was our sleeper pick yesterday. He's only $2,000 on DraftKings. We love that price going up against Taiwan Walker. As Tyler was saying, one of his low-owned stacks for today is the Braves' bats. Gotta like it. So, (laughs) pretty good there. And he did well for us yesterday as our Mm -hmm. sleeper pick. 14 fantasy points. He was two for three. 
with a walk and two runs. I mean, everybody did good against yeah. that Mets lineup yesterday. <laughs> and taking a look at uh, some of he's got some great numbers. And in this alert score, he's got a three and a half alert score. Top 5% hitter versus right-handed pitching. Truist Park's got great conditions for today. And it is a hitter-friendly ballpark. And the Mets bullpen, 24th against right-handed bats. So he's in a great spot again today. $2,000. Plug him into your lineup. Now let's take a look at DraftKings for today. And it's going to be Joey Manessis. He is $2,000 as well. Going up against Cubs Justin Steele. So taking a look at his – and what is his nickname? Cabba Joey. There we go. Um, and as you can see in that like button, we got some uh, Line Star community members yeah, that are liking him for today. There's some love for old Cabba Joey. <laughs> so scrolling down, not a big alert score, but we like that price with those numbers, that 395 average, $2,000 for a – you know, near 400 hitter. Granted, mm -hmm. he doesn't have that many plate appearances, but I still like those odds, especially in his righty-lefty splits it. as well. We got two so, nice little prospects yeah, today. exactly. Love when they're not that highly valued in terms of fantasy, and you can just plug them in. Nice, totally. cheap price there. So those are your sleeper picks for today, and you can check out all this information. You can see all the value we have for today. Find it at linestarapp.com. Check it out. Now it's time for our home run calls of the day. Tyler, where are you going for today's home run call? You know, I'm going to eat some chalk here. Going with Blue Jays, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for the bomb. He's going against Dean Kramer, who... Gives up a 305 batting average, two righties, and an 822 OPS. Meanwhile, Vladdy hitting 340 over the last month. He has a high exit velocity. Kramer gives up a high exit velocity. I want all the Vladdy I can get today. Vladdy daddy for a bomb. Mm -hmm. I like it. I'm going with Cubs Patrick Wisdom today. It's a battle mm. of the Patricks, if you will. He's mm. going up against Nationals lefty Patrick Corbin, who has a 1.71 home run for nine rate, which is the highest on the slate for tonight among all of the pitchers. And when you look at this matchup, well, Corbin gives up a ton of home runs to mm -hmm. righties. In fact, 18 of the 21 home runs he's given up this year have come against righty bats. And then when you look at Wisdom, he just crushes lefties. 525 mm -hmm. is slugging. So in the Battle of the Patricks, I think Patrick Wisdom emerges. And I am hereby dubbing Patrick Wisdom's home run as a wisecrack. Wisecrack. We're going to see a wisecrack today. Yeah. Let's go. A Vladdy bomb and a wisecrack. If I didn't know better, I'd think you're a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I got more dad jokes than you, you and I'm not a You dad. got dad jokes nonstop. <laughs> All right, let's get to our prop bets for today. We've got our prop yesterday, so we do. drum roll. We, we have a lucky winner to announce. Click the wheel. We're spinning it. We're spinning it, and the winner is It's is it done? Yep, it's done. Oh, I love this name. Snoopalong? Yep. That's awesome. Great name. Snoopalong. Snoopaloop. Yep. You have won $60. Thank you for playing the Prop Bet Contest. And if you want to get in on the Prop Bet Contest for today, 
I recommend you do so. All you have to do is like, subscribe to our channel, and comment below on this video. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do, and you could be like Snoop along and win $60. That's that easy. All you got to do there. And our props are available on the Underdog Sports app. So if you haven't downloaded it already, click the link below. Download Underdog. It's available and legal in most states. A great way to play your props. And remember, new users who deposit at least $10 can get up to $100 matched. Great deal. And three free months of LineStar if you use promo code LineStar. So let's get to today's props. Tyler, let's make it two in a row. I got a good props. feeling we're going to do it today. I do too. We got some good props for today. All right. So I am going with Jacob Junis under 4.5 Ks. This line is just way too high. He has hit this in four of five starts. He's only averaging 62 pitches per start over his last five and 61.3 pitches over his last 20. Add in his 19% combined K rate in no way he makes it to 4.5. All right. I am going Daniel Vogelback over 0.5 hits today. This is at minus 135 on the sports books. He's going up against, this is a lefty bat going up against Braves righty Charlie <coughs> Morton, who is much worse versus lefty bats, giving up 790 OPS. And Bogey just crushes righties. He's got a 919 OPS. My money's on Bogey. In fact, we could see a Vogi bomb because Morton's home run per nine rate is like pretty it. up there as well. I, I looked at the just possible Bogey bomb. It's a possibility. Mm -hmm. All right. So remember to sign up. T if Tyler and I both hit our props, one lucky commenter will win $60. Like Snoopaloop or Snoopalong. <laughs> Snoopaloop, Snoopalong. We want you to be a winner. Yep. So all you have to do, again, like the video, subscribe to our channel, and comment below. Could be anything. You could uh, talk about how much the Yankees are terrible. I know. I get it. Yeah. You know, whatever comment you would like to post there. It is uh, National Roller Coaster Day. What's your favorite roller coaster? I don't know that I've ridden a roller coaster it's in been, quite a long it's been time. been a minute. <laughs> yeah, I don't been even think minute. I can name one. Oh, man. Yeah. I, My six flags days anymore. are behind me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's National Rum Day, so we got that going for us. That's more up our alley, I guess. All right, that's going to do it for today's show on the On Deck Podcast. Thanks for watching us, and good luck to you in your prop bets and your daily fantasy. Go crush it out there. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye.